live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. He blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Brooks, the inbound for Morant. He gets by Edwards into the lane of Vanderbilt. Scores! Scores! With one second remaining, the Wolves have the ball. No timeouts. Vanderbilt for Towns from three-quarter court. Grizzlies are up. Three games to two. I remember that day, my primary mission, my first mission was to remind everybody, players, community, everybody at the university, Lincoln Riley didn't invent OU football. And everyone needed a little wake-up call because they kind of slipped into thinking he did. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Wednesday, April 27. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. Toby and TJ with you. T-Row in the morning show. We are uh, running out of April. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE is where it is at. They got it. Whatever you need this summer, they got it. At one location, all the top brands, one location, or two locations, actually. They got a store in Newcastle and one in Goldsby. Extreme Outdoor Equipment, home of the bad boy mower. Oh, man. We had uh, drama in the NBA last night. Memphis gets a game winner from Ja, who I believe we ranked. Didn't we rank him the number one Ja, TJ? Uh, at one point, I think we had, I know Ja Breakers was on there. I can't remember who all, but I think Ja Morant ended up being the number one ranked Ja. He gets the game winner last night over Minnesota. Miami eliminates Atlanta. Phoenix goes up 3-2 on Nolens. We've got the NFL draft tomorrow night. OU loses to ORU in baseball last night. OSU wins on the road at Wichita. There's your Cliff Notes version of the show ahead. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Fine. (laughs) TJ's quiet early in the show. Oh, no, TJ. How are you, man? fine oh, boy. don't want anything to be uh used against me in a court of law so i will not be speaking anymore today fine <laughs> that's fair that's fair 
the less you say, the less likely you are to uh, say something uh, that could be held. Apparently so. Apparently so. Fair enough. I don't know. What I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Texas beats Alabama. You might be right. I mean, the the, the deal is. You might when be you right. ask me a stupid question and, a, and you get a stupid answer, April, April, who's going to win this game? Come on! Well, I, if you're right, it'll be one of the greatest calls of all time. So, but nobody's saying that's wrong yet. They still got to play the game. I'm even saying it's wrong. You've already changed your mind? <laughs> I, I didn't feel that was the truth yesterday. Oh, oh boy. Yikes! All right. Well, how unless that your... happens, and then it's awesome. <laughs> then you then you called it. How was your Tuesday, TJ? Um, a little hectic for a little while yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening, about five thirty, five forty-five. What happened? Uh, we were off the air. I didn't know it. I thought it was just streaming. Um, you the know whole about station this? Was off the air? Oh, well, I I knew that they weren't getting baseball. Well, and I heard from you. I heard from uh, one other person. So I thought it was just streaming. So I'm trying to fix the streaming. And <laughs> I'm like calling Drake because he's on his way to Tulsa. I'm like, dude, I can't figure out what's wrong. And he's like, I'm logging in. And I'll, I'll log in. I'm just riding in the car. So he's logging in and he's trying to look at stuff. He goes, I don't know why it's not working. And I like, had this bad feeling suddenly, and I said, I bet we're off the air completely. So I run out to my truck while he's working on the streaming stuff, and I'm like, yep. And I said, Dad, gum, Parker, Mc- uh, Parker Thune. Parker McComas is what I almost called him. Parker Thune. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, something did. has happened three times in the history of this station since I've been here, and it's uh, all Parker Thune's lanky long legs in his foot. There is a button that he somehow pushes, and he's done it three times, that takes us completely off the air that no one else what? has ever managed to touch in the 20 years I've been here. I don't know if his body is the perfect length. I don't know if his foot's the perfect size. I don't know. He it's, is a tall drink of water. Yes, taller than anyone I think that I've ever had run the board before. So, especially since this rack unit that I'm talking about has been moved down to where it's at. And... Sure enough, I, I look, and Drake's like, well, did the button get pushed in there? And I, I'm looking, and from a distance, you can't tell. And I said, that looks from right. I ran in there, and I'm like, Dad, come Parker Thune's foot. And I kicked it, and we were back on the air. So we sat there for we 10 have- minutes, and uh, we've talked to Parker about it. It's just he is like yeah. a big, lanky giraffe, and like doesn't – it's a button that you can barely brush it. And – but he's the only one what's that's the, the point proper of having the button. What's the what's the it, uh, so in case you're taking hostage too technical you can for anyone to care. It's a there's a switcher here that basically we can kick we can split the network like ninety four seven the buzz all those and fourteen hundred. So when we're fourteen hundred yeah, yeah, for yeah. baseball, I can kick it in there. It's just a button, a, a simple uh-huh. button, and. He's the only one. Three times in the history of the station, and all three times when we're panicking because we cannot figure out what's wrong, it's like oh, Parker, his foot. So that's what happened yesterday. Uh, I got Parker. I got uh, footed by Parker doing it when he is on the air checking and, with his sources about some three-star kid in Kansas. He's yeah, uh, subconsciously stretching his legs out, and kicking butt. And Teddy was out yesterday, so Parker was in here, and I, yeah, 
Once First I caught it, I knew exactly. I don't know. He said he had to have Tuesday off. I don't know what was going on. A Tuesday in April? Tuesday in April. He gave us like a list a while back of like, I need all these days, and I'm leaving early on this one. All right. Well, you can't argue with him. He won the butt kiss and bed and <laughs> Right. So, anyway, my apologies to those of you that were listening on the stream. How long were we down? Oh, 10 minutes or so. Like, I'm in there on the streaming computer. I'm like, I got to reboot this, man. It's going to do an update. And I'm waiting on updates. I, all I knew, all I had to do was, like, come in here and realize that Parker's fat foot had hit the button again for <laughs> whatever reason. I'm going to tell him, you're no longer allowed to sit while doing the, producing a show. You've got to stand at all times. you got to start hitting him where it hurts. Right. That's got to start being uh, fines out of his paycheck every time he hits that button going forward. He won't do it again. I think so. I think so. So. Yeah. Anyway, once I figured it out, Still we were fine. But yeah. then I went to an art show last night and had dinner afterwards, and that was it. That was pretty much my evening. Listen to you and George through, uh, off and on a, throughout the evening. Some sort of a traveling artist coming through Oklahoma City, or maybe an impressionist it, yes. uh, who had a display down in Bricktown or the Arts District or something. Uh, like yes, I was uh, in the Arts Phil District. Moreau. Um, down there for a uh, special artist that I'm fond of. We own a lot of his work, and right. uh, his name is uh, uh, Bronx Perry. And, oh, uh, <laughs> I've heard of him. Yes, was, uh, he's a right-handed artist who hits left. Right, <laughs> that's correct. Uh, the uh, big <laughs> fifth grade, uh, well, actually, school-wide art fair last night. So we had to go check out the art project. How did it go? Was he wholeheartedly into the art? Um, is he proud of it? Or is he's like, a very so good, good artist, but for whatever reason, this particular project it was deemed what they had to do, and uh, so I was like, "Hey, we got we're going to do this and this, and you got to go with me to the station. Then we're going to go to the art fair." <laughs> Don't bother. Mine sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Why?" He goes, "I don't know. It just does." Huh. And I said, yeah, did you not? Very, you've told me he's very good at like replicating something. Yeah. Look at it and draw it. He can yeah. look at something and draw it. He does his Perler to be projects, which he's got a side hustle going right now. He's coming in uh, with cash every day from school. The other day he walked in or walked to the truck at the pickup line. He's got, uh, he's tossing money, like $35 he had made at school off of uh, Perler nice. B projects. But um, so I was like, it's your fifth grade. It's your last one. Mom wants to go. We're meeting mom there. All right, fine, but I'm telling you, oh, it yeah, sucks. So, but it was it was this was good. I thought he did a great job on it, but he was just trying to avoid going because he wanted to stay at home and play Apex. So <laughs> he did fine That's though. Funny. There, the gymnast, the uh, men's gymnastics team was there doing the judging, putting the ribbons on oh, like yeah? the the winners' feature grade. I'm like, dude, go over there and point yours out. Tell him like, hey, this one's the best one. It's five bucks. Yeah, sell it. Yeah, he's like, uh, no, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. There's some ones that are better than mine and more deserving. I'm like, ah, oh, what a guy. What a guy. What so a guy. that was my evening. Uh, chaos with a button and art fair. Yeah. I got two stories get... for you. You want you want story A or story B? I'm going to go with story A first. Okay. So I met the game last night with George, by the way. You said you listened. George yes. is a riot again last night. He's fantastic. Even in a 5-1 to one game with no offense, he can make it entertaining. <laughs> And I'm in the broadcast booth. Everything's going swimmingly, and we're just broadcasting along. It's like the second or third inning or so. 
And it's one of those situations where we've talked about frequently, TJ, whether you're doing a remote or calling a game, you know, baseball, sometimes baseball, people just show up at your window and start talking to you. And that happened last night. We're down low enough that people can come over and look up into our window. It's very similar to Norman. It's actually closer. Norman, you got to kind of wave for me to know somebody's underneath me down there. Right. But here you could see the top of somebody's head if they come over to your window. So a gentleman comes up and starts talking to us, and I'm in the, I'm on the air. And I'm trying to signal that I'm on the air, and I think he thinks that signal is talk louder. So he's talking louder. <laughs> and I'm, like, trying to wave to him, no, I'm on the air. Like, the game is going on. I'm calling the game. Hang on. You know, I'm on the air. So he keeps going. So finally I I take my one of one of my ears to the side while George is talking, and I'm, like, you know, kind of irritatedly, like, what, what, I'm, you know, what are you saying? And the uh, guy proceeds to say to me, It's TJ's fault. <laughs> I did it to myself. I did it to myself. He wanted his free book. I, I, it's TJ's fault. <laughs> so I get I missed I that laughed. part of the game. I saw the tweet that someone said I was getting blamed for stuff. And I'm like, what did I miss? Because I was in and out of the game last night due to that and some other things. And I was like, did someone actually come up and uh, say it was my fault? So yeah, there's my answer. There's my people. answer. Yeah. Lots of people did. To the point where George got irritated, like, at the end of the game. He was like, uh, what are all these people coming up and saying? I said, uh, they're saying. Uh, <laughs> it's TJ's fault. He was like, what's TJ's fault? And I was like, ah, it's too long to explain. Just pretty much everything is TJ's fault. And, I don't even uh, remember what's my fault now. At the, oh, the attendance at the spring game. Uh, I guess, like, I'm away, even confused. We gave away all of our books last night. Uh, thanks thanks to you and thanks to our listeners in uh, Tulsa. And that uh, that gentleman who interrupted us in the middle of the third hey, quarter. Hey, it's TJ's fault, all right? That's what I'm telling you now. It's hey. TJ's fault. <laughs> I was like you for a second last night. George was like, You even asked fault? the like, Learfield producers to clip that for you, which is what's amazing. No, I didn't. I recorded that with my phone. Oh, this, <laughs> this is actually the third guy that came up. Uh, that I that I recorded. It's TJ's fault. Uh, he came up during a commercial break, and I said, "Hey, say this into my phone for me, so I can record it." He goes, "What? <laughs> say what?" It's TJ's fault. Between uh, between uh, those people and the ants, George just did not have a good night last night. There were ants everywhere in that booth. And they tend I got to ants crawling down cords. <laughs> You, every once in a while, in the background, you would hear. <laughs> like, what are you doing over there? I'm just killing an ant. What cracked me up was when you go, well, you've got a sandwich sitting over there. And he goes, no, they're coming down the uh, extension cord up there. I'm like, yeah, they're coming for your sandwich, George. <laughs> Why? Why are there more ants on my side of the booth than the other? Right. I don't know. Maybe the sandwich? Nah, that can't be it. <laughs> that guy. He is a national treasure, man. Oh, I'll gosh. take the blame, though. It was my fault last night.
Unfortunately, a performance. there was not much else to no, uh, be entertained no, by. Not at all. In that game, as ORU choked them out 5-1 to one the final last night. So, All right, well, you've left story B on the table, TJ, so I'll tell you that uh, coming up. Um, we'll talk some baseball today and other things. Did Bob Stoops appear on the rush yesterday, TJ? Last I had talked to Tyler, he wasn't sure with Teddy being out, and I don't know, honestly, if he did, so I'll look. I think I heard uh, Cal say he listened to him yesterday, so maybe maybe he was just talking about his thing at the Capitol. I'm not sure. All right, 405-329-9000 if you want to jump in. You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. It's TJ's fault. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Yeah. WTJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Hospital, Norman Regional Health System. Number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of your South Central Oklahoma health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. When Tebow took Tuesday off midseason, he jumped ship. We're not losing Teddy, are we? Hmm, good question. Like, I'm sure he told me. What he had on this day back when he gave, uh, I don't even think he gave me the list. I think he gave it to Drake, maybe. But it's a good question. I don't remember. I did see him early yesterday. Remember during the show, I said, "Oh, Teddy just walked in the building. He may not oh, like yeah, what I yeah, had to yeah, say yeah, about yeah. Brent Venables." He never spoke to me, but he did drop off equipment and made sure he had stuff in the building before not coming to work yesterday. So, hmm. I mean, there are several options. Um, one is. He is kind of in a undercover mission for Brent Venables in the football department right now. Uh, you know, he's tight with BV. So maybe he's doing something, you know, secretively, either regarding the team or building a, uh, what do they call those, uh, TJ, the, the funds that they're trying to build now for the kids to make sure they can all eat. The funds uh, that they can eat. The collectives. Maybe he's oh, in the process well, I, 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 of building I, 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 a collective. I'm thinking like starving children. I'm not thinking college yeah, athletes. Same Sorry. <laughs> you know, TJ, college yes. athletes. They can't yes. afford to. Yeah. They're living on ramen noodles. <laughs> um, or it could be that it is just the time of year to restock the bunker. That could be a possibility. It is. It Maybe is he's that time low of year. on ammunition and beans or something, <laughs> and he's got to go bake beans. Who knows? It's okay. It's steady. He can take off a day if he wants to take a day. He's got it built in. Uh, no problem. Teddy can do whatever he wants. This person's telling me, or you could move the button. That's going to be done. That is not uh, as easy of a task as what it sounds. It is actually a massive, massive undertaking. That is going to be done, not because of Parker's foot, but some things being redone in here. But I can't just, like, move it. So, And like I said, he's the only person in 20 years that has ever hit the button with their foot and not known it. 
and he's is done it he three times. Is he the tallest show host in the history of the ref? No, Steve Marshall's taller than him. Right? Yeah, but Steve's never been on this side of the building. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he's on the side with all the buttons. Barker is. Right, right. Um, and the, the, the tallest producer, then, in the history of the... I don't Ref know who would have been Network. bigger, him or Sasquatch, but the the oh, particular Sasquatch. the particular button. Were, so I guess it hasn't been twenty years. The particular button I'm talking about has not been here since Sasquatch was here. So uh, tallest since we've added this piece of equipment, and uh, definitely it just I don't know. I was sitting here this morning testing my legs. Like, let me test my legs, and mine go past it. So I don't know if he like. I don't know. I don't know how he does it. Anyway, anyway, yes, legs. I will move the button, but it's a massive undertaking. To, I would love to just see video of TJ testing his legs. <laughs> I, in the was, I was swinging my leg like I was a kid in a in a stool. Like, let me see how my legs kick here on the button. Uh, <laughs> be careful, be careful, Teddy. The last time somebody, everybody's wanting out. <laughs> be careful, wondering if Teddy's going to USC. Uh, this person says we're all a little shell shocked. Yes. Uh, Stoops was with Parker and Tyler after the interview. Parker said that he was, that was the first time in a long time he felt a little starstruck. I think I have found it, so we can have that yeah, right. later on. I, I yeah, do believe okay. I found Bob, so, uh. Okay. Yeah. Parker a little nervous yesterday as Bob came on, apparently. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, Teddy not leaving as far as I know. And, uh, yeah, I'll look into getting that button moved, so thank you guys. Uh, okay, story B. You ready for story B? Yes. So I get a haircut yesterday. And I've told you about my for uh, you. barber slash hairstylist before, TJ. I She's been cutting my hair since early news nine days. Yes. And you go to knows the beauty nothing salon. about sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It go, knows nothing about sports. And it's one of the reasons that I've gone to her forever. She does a nice job with a haircut, but knows absolute. I'm not talking about... Knows a little bit, knows absolutely nothing. It's really remarkable that she doesn't, you know, run in a circle or her husband doesn't run it, or at least there's some limited knowledge. Like, it will be the Monday after OU Texas, and I'll sit down and she'll say, So, what did you do this weekend? I'll be like, You got to be kidding me, you know? It, she just knows nothing, which is delightful because she's not. She doesn't care what I do and has no interest in talking about sports at all. Well, yesterday I walk in to get a haircut. I sit down, and she says, how was the spring game? (laughs) And I about fainted. I was like, what? She goes, yeah, well, I heard somebody say something in one of the other booths about the spring game. And I said, (laughs) I've got to... I got to remember, because uh, Toby's coming in a f- uh, tomorrow or whatever, I got to ask him how the spring game was. Uh, make me sound smart. I was like, look at you. Look at you. Do you." I was like, that's fantastic. That spring game went good. Thank you for asking, blah, blah, blah. Two or three minutes passes, and she goes, so who won? Did we win? I was like, did we win what? The spring game. Did OU win the spring game? I said, you're unbelievable. I am going to have to uh, use this question on the air tomorrow with your permission. Is it okay if I make fun of you on the radio show tomorrow? She goes, yeah, I guess. I thought I was being smart by uh, knowing there's a spring game. <laughs> I said, yes, we won the spring game. 
<laughs> I mean, there was rooting interest if you were going for red or white, I guess. We managed to come out on top of the spring game this year. So, Oh, my gosh. Hilarious. Hey, it's the effort that counts. She was yeah. trying. You're her she most famous celebrity uh, that she cuts? No, she has no idea. She has no, no care whatsoever. <laughs> At all. Um, Those people do exist. I was like, you should have just stopped it. How was the spring game? You, you right there. You should have stopped. It would have been good, but you went one step too far. By you got cocky, and you said, "Did OU win the spring game?" I'm not even said. sure. Actually, I should have said, "Do you know what sport we're talking about right now?" Like I don't even know <laughs> if she would. But she cuts a good head of hair. So. Hey, well, it's all that matters. All right, Let's keep Break you time. looking good. That's hard to do. So uh, that is a that is a magic trick, is what that is. Six thirty-two in the morning. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call four zero five seven three five fifty five ten. Hey, I got some good news for uh, Tulsa Teach. Uh, Porter Moser has been added to the docket tomorrow night. He's going to make it for the caravan tomorrow night. How about that? Uh, I think we're I think we're sold out. If not, it's like maybe there's a couple tickets left, but we were close to sold out yesterday. Uh, it, it, check now if you want to go tomorrow night. Kane's Ballroom, uh, Brent Venables, Jenny Baranchek, Porter Moser, Joe Castiglione, and uh, I'll be trying to wrangle the whole event. It's going to be fun um, tomorrow night. So come join us. Coach Moser just been added to the schedule. So, TJ, we're going to have Moser and Venables and Baranchek. There'll be some energy in there. Like, um, before you head there, are you going to be able to take a nap Thursday? I'm going to have to. You're going to have to nap. I might need to take a nap after the event before coming home. You're not a Red Bull drinker. Mm -mm. You may have to start that day. Just to match them. Yes. Right. You don't have the energy level that they have. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no one does. No, uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to the first of seven Sooner caravans uh, coming up tomorrow night up in T Town. <laughs> These caravans may be interesting because <laughs> they may go. Go ahead. Uh, who's the two families? Mendelbaum and whatever the other family is. Oh, you think you're good on a mic? Give me that mic. Let me talk for a minute. Oh, yeah? You think you're the best on the mic? Hand it back. Let me tell you how I can talk on a mic. Brent and Porter just grabbing <laughs> just back it from and each forth, other. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's shirt says world's greatest. <laughs> Final day of the Big 12 uh, Golf Championship, Whispering Pines in Trinity, Texas. TJ, have you ever heard Pines Whisper? It's just gorgeous. You have to listen really Smells hard. Delicious. But yeah. No, no, it's very quiet. It's very quiet. And it's close, TJ. Going into the final round, we have uh, Texas at 9-under, OU at 8-under, OSU at 6-under. 18 holes to play. We're passing out a trophy at the end of the day today. 
So this will be fun to follow. I'm not sure when they tee off. Let me see if I click right here if it'll tell me. It does not. I'm not sure when they tee off. I'm sure it's this morning. Uh, but if I find out, I'll keep you updated. Tight. Four of the best teams, four of the top nine ranked teams in the country. Texas Tech is up there, too. They're at three under. In the Big 12, duking it out for a title. After this, then we start the pursuit of the natty. You go to uh, you go to regional, and then uh, hopefully you can make it to Greyhawk again to see if you can battle it out. I would like to also say, TJ, congratulations to Abilene Christian. Apparently, they packed a lunch when they headed out to Lubbock last night, TJ. So good Boy, for them. There have been a lot of teams that have packed lunches lately. Well, I think I think Jeff put them on alert. Hey, listen, we don't serve lunches here. We don't serve anything. The media press box. And since he alerted everyone, they've been much better at preparing in advance. Not sure why these OU recruits are doing the horns down. Seems they should be holding fans, holding hands on their way out. Get gone. Get gone. <laughs> Get gone. Well, Abilene Christian beat Texas Tech last night in Lubbock. How about that? First time ever or something like that? First time in a long time. Hell, maybe ever uh, for Abilene Christian. I don't think ever. They've, they, they're one of those programs that have decent teams from time to time. But, but, but maybe, maybe, you know, in those years they didn't play Tech. So that's great to hear, though. TJ bringing the Get knowledge of Abilene gone. Christian baseball to the table. That's just, just, uh, well done by you. They've had their, their runs with being a good little program in baseball. That's where Britt Bonneau came from, I believe. Our own Britt well, Bonneau. There you go. I think, I think he was at Abilene Christian before he came here. Uh, we had a couple of interesting games last night. Dallas Baptist came back to beat TCU in Fort Worth. Uh, OSU and Wichita State were back and forth all night. OSU ended up sprinting away in the end, 12-6. to K-State lost up at Nebraska before they come down here. And, of course, the Sooners just could not muster any offense last night, TJ, after that giant offensive weekend. Just couldn't get it going last night. They fall five to one. Uh, four hits all night long. They did have a couple of opportunities where they got some walks and loaded the bases, but just could never get that big hit to get them back in. And really, a defensive play in the first inning uh, kind of set the tone for the night. And Tanner Treadaway, it was a tough ball. There was a glaring sun, and it was right at him, and he came in a step and then decided, uh-oh, I'm going the wrong direction and just couldn't get back to it. But you make that catch, who knows? Maybe we're sitting on a 1-1 to or 2-1 to game late, and things could have been entirely different. But uh, chalk it up for not one of their night and in a place where that has happened to them frequently. They just do not play well in that stadium for whatever reason. They just have not. Yeah, this is how much confidence I've grown with this team, though, in, in late-game situations. Like, the later it got, I'm like, okay, well, here comes the run. They're going to put runs on the board yeah. and tie it here and then take the lead in the 8th or ninth. And that, that obviously never came, but that's the feeling I had really from the 6th inning on that, okay, they're going to put something together, and it just 
credit ORU. I mean, they, they held them in check, and as you said, only the four hits all night, and just just wasn't their night, and um, finally got them on a midweek. So, But I, I had that feeling like, that. okay, well, it's going to come. They're going to put a couple of string, a couple of hits together, and then someone's going to have a, a big hit to deliver to, to tie this thing. And So that that's the kind of feel that I have with this team now, that they're going to have late-inning heroics. ORU's amazing. They do it every year. They beat uh, OSU and OU in back-to-back midweeks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big they deal for them. do it every year, man. Yeah, it's a big deal for them. Yeah, they beat OSU in O'Braid Stadium last week, too. But, I mean, the bottom line for them is they're going to have to win the tournament to get in. But the good news is the Summit League tourney is going to be at JL Johnson Stadium again this year. So I like ORU's chances of getting back. That Right now they're... Third place, the tight race in the summit, but none of that really matters. Top four teams make it to their postseason tournament. So as long as they're one of the top four teams, they'll be hosting and they'll have a great shot at getting in. 14 games to go in the regular season, TJ. My question for you is this on the other side. What is OU got to do in your mind in these final 14 games to get in? I kind of laid it out last night on the broadcast what I thought they had to do, but... I want to hear your opinion. They are now 25 and 14. Does that sound right? Uh, Yeah, 25 and 14 after last night. And an RPI this morning of, I think this is updated, 33. So of these final 14 games, where do they need to be to get an invite? Contemplate during this commercial timeout 646 on a wednesday we'll be back t row and tj yeah these guys smell great i warned you <laughs> there would be an odor the t row in the morning show on the home of sooner fans toby and tj back with you t row in the morning show this hour brought to you by norman regional health system what you got there uh on this song yeah a uh, young kid named Josh Malloy. That song uh, met the devil in Oklahoma. Like it? I think he's out of Stillwater, but we won't mention that. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, I say it all the time. If we all cheered for the same team, the world would be a boring place. Well, I, I don't. I don't know that he's a cowboy fan. I just think that's where he's <laughs> out of. I believe so. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, I played uh, Cement. I am not Living reading. on Tulsa time about 50 times last night. <laughs> I saw you. You were like, you're like tweeting out screen grabs of the album cover yeah. and everything, man. You were you were filling your trip to Oklahoma or to Tulsa last night. Yes, sir. Um, let's see here. Bob Cement, I am not going to read your anniversary evening last night. Congratulations to you and Miss, Miss, uh, Miss Cement. Happy anniversary. Uh, I'm glad you had a good celebration, but I will not be feeding <laughs> about your recovery boots and everything else that you have here in this text. Sorry, sorry. Uh, NBA action last night, three playoff games. Uh, Miami eliminates Atlanta. Trey Young and the boys, uh, Trey did not have a great series. Miami gets them four games to one, 97 to 94. Memphis takes Somebody a- get my trip to Cancun because this one's over. Get <laughs> your right. bathing suits and your suntan lotion. 
Time to go home. That's right. Time for Atlanta to go home. Uh, Memphis comes from behind again. Boy, Minnesota's got to be kicking themselves. They are two collapses away from being up big in this series. They find themselves down now three games to two. Memphis gets them 111 to 109. And Phoenix late last night takes control of that series uh, three games to two as they beat New Orleans 112 to 97. All right, question on the table is 14 games to go in the season. Yes. 25 and 14 record. Uh, one projection came out yesterday, had him a two seed. So right now, pretty much agreed upon in the tournament. Maybe not comfortably, but in. What do they have to do to finish this deal and get in? We're just talking about getting in right now. How many games they got to win out of these 14? I need 14-0 and 0 over the next 14. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do that it. That should do that it. That should do that it. That should do it. If they could get to 39 wins in the regular season, that should get them in. I, it, honest answer is I really think they should win eight games, and I don't think there's any question. Eight, eight of the remaining 14. I think they're still in even if they get six. They may be in maybe in I'm not feeling real comfortable with just five. If they finish with that rough of a stretch to finish it and, and go five and nine, I'm not feeling real comfortable. But if they got six and got to that thirty one mark, I think I'm okay. Um and that's worst case scenario. But if they got eight wins out of these remaining, I think they're in and comfortably in. Definitely. Yeah. If they did that, I think they'd be a two seed. Right. And With the schedule they have remaining, if they're going to win 80 of these games, I mean, there's not – well, there's a game in Wichita that's not going to carry a ton of significance. But even that is a road game. Mm-hmm. But every other game is going to uh, – I guess the Kansas State games this weekend don't help them a ton RPI-wise or anything. No, I think I think you're, you're – 30, you're are you right. still comfortable? If they just hit the 30 mark? Um, it depends on... No, I'm not comfortable. But it de- it depends on which... So I think it has more to do... And I said this late, late in the broadcast last night. I think it has more to do with their Big 12 record and standing at this point. Like, I think the total wins. I, gotcha. I think their yeah. RPI and strength of schedule and everything's fine. It's going to be fine. I, it, their strength of schedule to close the year is going to take another uptick with these teams they're about to play. And all of the metrics are going to be fine. I think they need to look at those final Big 12 standings and be at least 500 and be in fifth place or better. Because there is – I cannot see a scenario where at least five teams don't get in. And I think it's – kind of likely six teams get in like i think right now six teams are strong i'm counting obviously texas tcu texas tech osu and then ou and west virginia right now i think are all are strongly in now they play each other still you know there could be some cannibalization take place right maybe only five get in i cannot see a scenario where only four get in so I think if they finish in fifth place or better and they're at least 500 in the conference, it's going to be hard to keep them out. Now, that's only five more wins, you know, because right now they're at seven and five. But it it might be uncomfortable if that's the case. I mean, it might, it might be a nerve-wracking selection show. 
So five at a minimum. Anything they get above that, I think, is just further and further locking them in and maybe moving up the seating. If they can get to seven or eight, like you said, maybe then they're a two seed. Is there a scenario where they could still host, TJ? Oh, well, I think so, especially with the uh, end schedule you have there with West Virginia and Tech and TCU that you could really rack up some impressive wins. And depending on what you did in the uh, in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be difficult. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they it host, is a, but... Somewhat far-fetched, but it's possible if they close very strongly... You know, right now, OU has a one-game lead in the loss column over the team in first place in the Big 12. TCU's in first place at 12-6. and six. OU's at 7-5. At and five. They've actually lost fewer games than the team at first. Now, they've played six fewer. That's why they're down in the standings. But that's how tightly packed it is. So it's a very small percentage chance, but that's not off the table, I don't think. That if they just closed crazy hot, they could still be in the hunt for for hosting. So what we're saying, TJ, is everything with 14 games to go, they could be a one seed and they could miss the tournament. (laughs) That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely it is. We'll be back. 